Hey, Mystic Michaela spiritual family. Welcome to Know Your Aura with Mystic Michaela. Today, yeah, we're talking about it. We're going there. Aura colors in the bedroom. We are going in deep. Hey, Scotty. Hey, guys. So basically what you're telling me is we're going to be talking about what color to paint your bedroom? Is that what you're referring to? <laughs> no, we're talking about intimacy. We're talking about sex. We're talking about connection with a partner. We're talking about all that stuff in aura color. Oh, okay. Well, and that does make a lot of sense because we have been spending a lot of time in our bedroom. As you people know, if you listen to some of our ads, we have not left the bed yeah, in it- four weeks. <laughs> Because our sheets are so great. If you've been listening to the, if you're not fast forwarding through the Brooklyn and ads. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've that been makes taking, sense. I've been taking two meals up there a day. With Rich and Vicky. Yes. Rich and Vicky are coming. <laughs> Valentine's Day. They said they're going to be here. Ooh. Yeah. Um, well, well, that's interesting. And I figure, you know, if you're going to spend some time in the bedroom. Yes. I, I mean, I guess you can be by yourself or you're going to need somebody else. Yeah. Uh, so I looked into some dating apps mm-hmm. and I think maybe we should go through those in aura color. I, that's interesting. Yeah. I know we've done a little bit of this in the past. You yeah. Know, that's, we did Amish dating, you know, everyone yes. knows I was on the Amish dating website. Everyone knows your they, issue. I yeah. can't unsubscribe for some reason. They don't have an unsubscribe <laughs> button. So I constantly get that. They don't have an unsubscribe button. Yeah. It's, it's the only thing. Like Once you're in, that's it. Yeah. They, I mean, they send me more ads than QVC does. <laughs> You know, I can't get off the QVC uh, unsubscribe. I unsubscribe from QVC, by the way, you know, because I got your yes, gift yes. off QVC, the, um, the uh, fruitcake. Fruit cake, and they just won't let me unsubscribe. Yeah, same. Yeah. I get like seven emails a day. They do email you a lot, QVC. And apparently so does the Amish dating site. You know, I'm my thing about dating apps is that I generally hate them because <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> a lot of love bombers end up on there. A lot of love bombers, a lot of people that like, they like to pretend they're dating, but they're not dating. And they're like a lot of people that just lead you on and stuff like that. But I will say something happened during the pandemic. A normal people started to join dating apps to get normal people. So they had a, I feel like they had an energetic refresh. All right. So I think what we're going to do, we're going to call this dating sites in Oracolor. Okay. And basically, I'll, I'll tell you a little bit about the site. And then you tell us, you know, what type of person would be attracted in aura color to that site? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And, the, and these are real sites. Yeah. And I've been on a lot of these. And me too. <laughs> I've been on these because like my friends who date and stuff like that. Why have you been on them? <laughs> well, you expect me to believe your excuse there? <laughs> you know it's like, does it, like when you listen to this back, you're going to be like, wait a second. That excuse why does is- she know so much about these dating yeah. sites? <laughs> Well, uh, the reason why I on them is because I had to get on to see what they were all about. Okay. 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 All right. Fair. So the, Fair. The fir- okay. <laughs> so the first one is Raya. R-A-Y-A. I don't know if it's Raya or oh, Raya. Raya. It might be Raya. Raya. Okay. Okay. Um, it's a dating site for the rich and famous. Mm. Uh, they say that they only accept 8% of all applicants. Ooh, exclusive. Yeah. Uh, it is said that Chanum, Chaining Tanum? Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum. <laughs> is that a person yes okay um all right well this tatum guy with a lot of ch's in his name chaining chaining yeah he is said to be on there okay uh now here's here's the thing you need to be approved by an anonymous committee it's not like jerks yeah it it's, <laughs> don't they it helps if you know people oh if you're attractive that's awful if you're successful and i did apply 
Uh-huh. Okay, and we know 8% got in, and I was rejected. And, uh, you know, I wanted to get to the bottom of it. You know, being a red, you know, so I was kind of angry that I got a rejection letter from yeah. Raya. And I wanted to find one of these committee members and kind of ask them, hey, you know, okay. what's going on here? And I was able to track one down. They're very hard to track down. It actually cost me some money to track them down. <laughs> and this is what he told me. He said, it wasn't even close. <laughs> No. And that was it. That's Direct terrible. quote. He said it wasn't even close. Well, he didn't give you any feedback on your profile pictures, nothing? No, no feedback. He didn't tell me if it was money, looks, anything. He just said it wasn't even, <laughs> even close. close. Just... And that was it. You know, that's awful, Scott. Yeah, I'm sorry that happened to yeah. you. So um, what, what kind of person's on this? So Raya, you know, yes, I bet I've seen this one. I've impersonated a friend on this one, actually, um, who gave me their account. It just kind of went through it. You know, with Raya... You know, I think that they're full of it. Everybody on there is full of it. Like, I'm sorry. I, everyone, everyone's like a writer or a writer, a writer of a writer. And they're all like writers and script writers and production writers and writers here. That, like, I don't think everyone is actually a writer on oh, there. Right. I think that they make stuff up to pretend that they're exclusive. I think there's a lot of fakers on there. Okay. So you, so God, I hope Raya doesn't ever want to sponsor this podcast <laughs> because what? I just said, I said it. They, so, I don't think, I don't think it's for real. I really don't. I think most of the, I think the eight percent of the people they pick, like seven percent, are full of it. Okay, so you're saying I probably should have lied on my application? Yeah, I think the way you get in is that you, yeah, you probably do know people. You know how you know to look fake. Okay. You know, it, it was a lot of fluff. So the first thing when I was like going through all the matches or whatever. um, it's very fluffy to me. So what is that? It's like an energy. So it's a lot of like chameleon green. Okay. Mm-hmm. So chameleon green, it's like a green color that they, they, who do you want me to be? And I'll be that person like that. And let's be like, I was cert, I'll be, cause I was impersonating my girlfriend. <laughs> I was just seeing a lot of guys cause that's what she's into. So I was looking at the guys and that's the vibe I was getting. Like a lot of chameleon greens, a lot of guys who are like making stuff up, pretending they have money that they don't and full of themselves. Um, a lot of purple people, a lot of purple guys, but not the good purple. So I was just getting like a lot of love bombing, a lot of full of themselves, a lot of arrogance, a lot of I don't I don't think it's worth it honestly. Okay. Yeah. So what you're basically saying it's 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 okay that I didn't get in accepted. It's actually probably a good thing. I think like, you know, what what, what you're saying to me? I always say, you know, it's okay if some people don't like you. It's yes. a good thing if some people don't like you. Yes. So And I think that's Raya. Okay. It's okay if you don't get on there. All right. But you're not missing much. And they don't let you like uh, put in your ge- geographic location or something. Yeah, this is weird. So let's say they just assume I think you have a private jet and you can go to wherever these people are. Because okay. like you date and they give you people, oh, here's from Chicago. This person's from England. This person's from LA. It's like, I don't live any of those places. Yeah. All right. Like, how am I supposed to know you? <laughs> okay, I that- think it's good maybe if you're like in LA and like maybe because everyone on there is in LA. All right. Our second one I is, could go all day. All right. Our second <laughs> dating app is Hinge. All right. There is no swiping left or right. Okay. And you can directly interact by liking and commenting on people's uh, content. Okay. Um, you do pretty much put everything out there. So you do – like you put in your religious beliefs, your ethnicity, okay. all your preferences. Um, so again, there's no – like you don't have to connect with a swipe, a swipe left or right. You actually can just start liking and commenting yeah. uh, right when, from the start. I did apply to this one too. Okay. Uh, and they did accept me. So I was happy about that. But the problem is I have yet to receive a comment or a like. I'm so sorry. Yeah. You know, Hinge isn't the worst. You know, it's kind of like Tinder. 
in that it's there's not a lot of rules on there. You can kind of do whatever. You kind of, you know, make your own, I don't know, connections. Um, you know, I, I think in all these dating apps, I do see a majority of – there's a lot of fakers. Okay, so, like, there's always that kind of, like, if it's too good to be true, it might be kind of thing going on. So, like, I was seeing a lot of that on Hinge. But I like that there's a lot of freedom on there. So I think what you're going to get is kind of, like, a more down-to-earth – person, somebody who, um, they've tried all the other dating apps. So they're like, okay, I'm going to class it up off of Tinder. Cause I actually do want a relationship and then move over to hinge. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what I feel like. I feel like it's people that they're, they, they're tired of the old stuff. They're actually serious about a relationship. So they're going over to hinge. So like, you know, with any dating app, like, or anything in life, you're going to get people that aren't going to work for you at all or on there for the wrong reasons or whatever. But I feel like this one has kind of a more down to earth vibe. So down to earth, green blues, down to earth um red blues um down to earth like purple blues like that kind of that that kind of vibe all right uh would would this be good for someone who was let's say a female in an indigo or a blue yeah i think this like if you're serious serious. you know like if if you're serious i think you have a, a better shot i was feeling more of a serious energy on that one when i was impersonating my friend for real i was impersonating my friend oh right right Okay. Our next one is coffee meets bagel. Okay. And this is for educated users. Mm. 96% uh, hold at least a bachelor's degree. So this one I thought was perfect. I, have a, I do have a bachelor's and I have a master's. Mm-hmm. So I, I fit that. Uh, they do mutual friend vetting. So they kind of check that you have like some sort of social media going on and you have yeah. real friends, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they do a lot of flood control, which is basically they don't flood your inbox with like hundreds of yeah, different get overwhelmed. guys or girls or whatever. Uh, you get only a couple people a day and there's like a surprise. They give you a surprise person every day. Uh, they don't, it's, it's really no sketchy mes- messaging. Uh, no like eggplant pics coming in your way. <laughs> um, and pic. I did apply to this and I got accepted. Okay. But then they kicked me off. Oh, like, why? Sketchy stuff. Oh, no, Scott. Yeah, yeah. Eggplant pics? <laughs> We're, you know, I, 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 I'm not going to go there, but uh, I got kicked off. I, you know, I, I maybe I think I said I did something inappropriate. Oh yeah. no! But uh, what, what do you think of this one? <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, so actually, coffee means bagel is one of my favorites. Oh, okay. Now, uh, maybe maybe I'm old fashioned. Okay, because this one, it's ve- how do I put this? I want to say this nice, but it might not come off nice. You know how like Raya's making sure everybody's gorgeous or something? Okay, coffee made be- they don't do that. But that's okay. All right, because they're very nice people on there and they're very serious and and I and a lot of them are friendly and they don't like Maybe they're not the coolest people in the room, but they're the more genuine people in the room. And I do like this one feature on Coffee Meets Bagel, like if you want it's up to the woman if they want to extend the conversation longer. Otherwise, the guy or whoever you're dating can't keep messaging you or something, which is an interesting feature. And they do a lot of cute, like, bagel funny things. Like, why don't you meet this one for a bagel? Or this one likes you a latte or stuff like that. Like, (laughs) they do cute stuff like that. No, but what I found on there is a lot of, like, good solid greens, good solid yellows, good solid blue, like, just blues and reds, like, just normal, normal people. Although, I will say, it 
feels like it's an older crowd. So it's like people who've kind of been divorced, you know, they kind of, they're a little bit later on in life. You know, I have a, just a random thing about baggage because everybody talks about this with dating, like, oh, baggage, baggage. I say after a certain age, I hope you have baggage. Baggage means that like you lived and you had a relationship and you made mistakes and you learned from them hopefully and stuff like that. So if somebody's like divorced or they have kids or I say, great, like I don't, I wouldn't want to meet somebody that didn't have those things because I don't know what they were doing that whole time. You know what I mean? So it's just something that I think um, you might want to think about when you're on there because yeah, a lot of the people on Coffee Meets Bagel have had a life <laughs> and you're, you're they're, they're definitely going to be telling you about it. Yeah. And the good news is they kick people like me off. Oh, that's good. So, <laughs> so you know, they're looking out for yeah, you. They're looking out for you. <laughs> All right. The, the next one, as, as, as most people know that listen to the podcast, I had put on my vision board, mm. uh, more Tinder. Mm. And I meant like, you know, I want to do campfires right. and things of that nature. I didn't know I would actually be signing up for Tinder, the app. So this is the one, I think this is probably the most famous one. Mm. I could be wrong, but I think it is. You know, this is the one where you swipe right or yeah. left. And then once you have matched, you could exchange messages with each other. Um, I didn't want to use my real name for this one. Okay. Okay. Because, you know, you know, you know having the podcast, yeah. being a international uh, influencer, <laughs> uh, you know, some even say a sex symbol. I... <laughs> Didn't want people to know. So I actually didn't use my real name. And I had my Ukrainian name that I used. Oh, I... It's by alias. What is it? It's Petro Hanchar. <laughs> Petro Hanchar. Yeah, I don't okay. know if you knew that, but I, go, I do I have... Didn't, a, I, I have no clue about this part of you. Yes, I have a, a Ukrainian alias. Okay. It's called Petro, Petro Hanchar. Hanchar. Yeah. It's a, Hanchar is a very popular last, last name in the Ukraine. Okay. Um, the problem is I only got two people that joined, a girl named Olga and a guy named Cosmo. Um, those were the only two people that would match with me. Oh. So I really wasn't able to get a good feel of the site. Okay. Uh, so maybe you could tell us. So this is for Tinder. For Tinder. Okay, yeah. yeah. For, this is Tinder. Tinder is a tried and true, you know? Like I think it goes through its sketchy days and then it comes back around to you know, net less sketchy days. It's kind of like Florida. It's either hot or like really, really hot. And I think Flor- and Tinder's either like bad or like less bad. And I think during the pandemic, it got a little less bad. And, but you know, just keep your eyes open because it's going to get bad again. I mean, Tinder's for hookups. Everybody knows that. Moving on. Okay. So that, that's purple, <laughs> pur- purple, you know, like South Florida purple. South Florida purple, rebound, let's go. All right. Now, this, this- <laughs> <laughs> like that's what it's for. All I don't right. know. Like it, if that's what you're looking for. Tinder is for you. Know. And if you see a guy named Petro Hanchar, that's me. <laughs> Swipe. What do you, which one do you want to do on that? I forget which one's Swipe the good one. Left, right? Like, all right. The next dating app is very little known about it. It's the Port Protection Dating App. <laughs> the good news about this one is there's only three women on it. <laughs> so you for have the to guys, this to people. The, what? <laughs> Nobody's going to know what you're talking about. It's the about. Port Protection Alaska okay. dating app. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's made up of like all guys <laughs> except for three women. The guy, every guy is green. Yeah. And basically, um, I don't know if you like green guys that live in a little town in Alaska. This is for you. So last night, Scott and I were watching Nat Geo and there's this show called Port Protection 
And it's kind of like life below zero. I don't know. You have to be like really boring like us if you're watching shows like this. But it's about how many people live in that town? Like right. seriously, like 20 guys live in this one port. And three women. In Alaska. And I'm just like, and I knew we were doing this show today. And we were just like, oh my God, that's where you go. Yeah. Like if you're sick of apps completely, just pack up your stuff, you know, and move to port protection. And you will be like the only woman in town. Yes, I think it would be the perfect place for a green indigo woman. Green indigo? Yeah. yeah. I think you have to be a little green yeah. to move there yeah, or very actually or completely because they're constantly building things. Yes. It's all they do all day on that show. They use a lot of wood, tinder, things like that. Yeah. Okay. All right. So that is an option. Okay. The port protection app. The pow- yeah. All right. The next one is, <laughs> a little extreme. is called The League. The League. Okay. So this is dating intelligently. Mm-hmm. It's a very small group of people. It is elite. You are vetted. It's pricey. People, it's pricey. It's a very expensive membership. Um, you only get up to five matches a day. There are huge wait lists to get on. But lucky for me, you have a wait list. So I was able to get in on this. And what we basically did was a wait list exchange. Oh. So, yeah, I knew the guy had heard of you that like gets you onto the league. And I was actually wait listed at number like 17,442 or something like that uh, on the, the league. And he was actually number like 6,700 on your wait list. So basically what we did was we did an exchange and we both bumped each other to the top of the wait list. So actually you're going to be reading this guy in about a year and I'm on the league. And you're on the league. You've been on the league. Wow. Well, the league, I don't think you'll find a lot of purple people on there because it's full of rules. It's like full of, like there are so many rules. Like even when I was on there, I was like getting angry. Like you, if you, even if you like switch your geographical location, they'll kick you off for a while. Like, what if you just want to look in a different town? Like, what if you're like home for the weekend and you're like, oh, I want to date around my hometown. And, and like, if you go to switch it, like they freak out on you and turn, turn off your account, like little things like that. No, they're, 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 wow. it's not for purple people. Cause it was pissing me off. And I wasn't even my <laughs> friend who I was impersonating my friend. Sure. So it was like really pissing me off. I was like, what the heck? And then there's all these things. Yeah. Like if you don't log on enough, they don't send you matches like that kind of thing like you have to log on constantly and you have to you have to look interested which i get it but it's just a lot also like your profile has to be a certain way and you do have to talk to people in a certain way like i think they can kind of um i don't know how they tell but they can tell if you don't like do interesting conversations like if you're just somebody that does a line like they'll get rid of you and stuff like that so there's just many 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 rules and like you know it's just i don't know it's not i don't like it yeah that, that's not for me but either. i mean i think what happens is is when you have an app like that it's going to attract certain aura colors it's going to attract a lot of yellows um it's going to attract some reds it's going to the reds i don't know it's gonna track yellows and greens. I want to mm, say. Okay. It's gonna track yellow and and like I of course like blues and indigos can kind of do whatever. But I think it's gonna really turn off the purple people. That's my that's my take. All right. That's my take. All right. And here is the last one. Now I know all of you are expecting to be the Amish dating site, but we're not going back there. The last one is called Trek Passions. Oh. It's free. You must have a love for Star Trek, Star Wars. Here's the thing with this one. I was welcomed with open arms. <laughs> In fact, I had 7,000 messages on my first day of signing up. And I don't know if you're going to be able to guess this, but do you know what all these messages said? What? Beam me up, Scotty. <laughs> I am a celebrity on there. They love my name. 
They're so welcoming. We've actually got invited to Comic-Con 2022 when they have it again in uh, Las Vegas oh. and other places around the, the I'm gonna country. I'm going to dress up like Buffy. Yeah, well, yeah. I okay. don't know if that would fit, but... Yeah, I'm going to dress up as Chewbacca. Okay. And basically, I'm just not going to shave. <laughs> Great. It'd be an easy costume. Thank you so much, Scott, yeah. for like researching these for us. No problem. It's a service you provide. I'm assuming a lot of greens are on that one. <laughs> oh, that one? Yeah. yeah. And maybe, know, maybe everybody. You know, I would say a lot of people are on there. Um, probably a lot of purples, probably a lot of, yeah, the greens, like the fun kind of gamer greens. Yeah. Gamer greens. And honestly, those are my peoples. All right, let's hear a couple ads from our sponsors. Okay. So Rocky and Dusty, my two cats are, I mean, they're the loves. They're the furry loves of my life. And they're the banes of Scott's existence. I heard of this person, (laughs) Beth Stern. Oh, I love her. She said she might take them. Oh my God, no. I yeah. lo- Okay, just random. Beth Stern is like my girl crush on Instagram. She lives the Indigo's dream. She does. She has a social media account. Just, I mean, follow, if you're into cats, you have to follow her. She does wonderful things for animals. She has no idea who I am, even though I'm always on there gushing about her rescue cats. But she's like my Indigo idol. Wow. She's like cat lady, foster, cat mom. She like rescues all these cats. Oh my God. But- Rocky and Dusty are my fur fur balls. And, you know, I love my cat and I love them and I give them what they want. They're very picky. They're very picky about their cleanliness. They're very picky about their kitty litter. So when I was trying the kitty poo club, I was like, oh, I hope they like it. Well, do they like it? I'm not going to be able, I don't even know if we can ever go back. I don't think we can because it is amazing. Kitty poo club takes care of the more unpleasant parts of cat ownership. So all I have to do is get back to loving my two Rocky and Dusty fur babies. And, you know, I work from home and I am around those smells all day. And like, we all know if you have a cat every once in a while, it just hits you. Well, since Kitty Poo Club, it doesn't hit me anymore. I will say their litter is phenomenal and you replace it every month. So what is Kitty Poo Club? Kitty Poo Club is an all-in-one litter box solution designed to be convenient for you. Every month, Kitty Poo Club delivers an affordable, high-quality, recyclable litter box that's pre-filled with the litter of your choice. Yeah, these boxes are leak-proof, eco-friendly, and have a fun design for every season. When the month is up, just recycle the box, and Kitty Poo Club would automatically deliver a new one to you. There's no changing used litter, and there's no more cleaning that gross box. It's a beautiful box, and you get a new one every month. You can customize your order based on how many cats you have and what type of litter they prefer. And Kitty Poo Club has a no-risk guarantee, so you can easily customize or cancel your order anytime. So give the gift that keeps on giving the whole year a Kitty Poo Club subscription. Right now, Kitty Poo Club is offering you, listeners, 20% off your first order when you set up an auto ship by going to kittypooclub.com and entering promo code KYA. Just go to kittypooclub.com and enter promo code KYA to get 20% off when you set up an auto ship. That's kittypooclub.com. And don't forget to enter promo code KYA at checkout. I wish I knew about this when we had... um. It's it's good enough in the house, but when we lived in the apartment, yeah. Oh my god. I mean, I mean, I mean, I'm so glad we got it because it used to smell a lot worse, and I was actually thinking it was me. <laughs> now you know. Now I know it's not me. Yeah, thanks yeah, to Kitty Poo Club. Yeah. All right, so you know that credit card, the one that you're afraid to look at to see what the balance is. If you've been avoiding your debt, it's time to confront it, and Upstart can help you face it and finally pay it off. You know, last year. 
showed us that we never know what life's going to throw at us. So using credit cards to pay for unexpected expenses, it can get overwhelming over time. So let's talk about taking control of that with Upstart. Upstart is the fast and easy way to get a personal loan to pay off your debt all online, whether it's paying off credit cards, consolidating high interest debt, or funding personal expenses. Over half a million people have used Upstart to get a simple fixed monthly payment. Upstart finds smarter rates with trusted partners because they assess more than just your credit score. With a five-minute online rate check, you can see your rate up front for loans from $1,000 to $50,000, and you can get approved the same day and receive funds as fast as one business day. So if debt is taking Taking over your life, it's time to get a fresh start with Upstart. So find out how Upstart can lower your monthly payments today when you go to upstart.com slash KYA. That's upstart.com slash KYA. And don't forget to use our URL to let them know we sent you. Loan amounts will be determined based on your credit, income, and certain other information provided in your loan application. So go to upstart.com slash KYA. It wasn't even close. Oh, honey. It's yeah. going to haunt you. Raya. Wasn't even Screw close. Screw you, Raya. Well, I figured, you know, I wanted to get in a better mood. <laughs> Not letting my and... husband on a dating app. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wanted to get in a better mood. And there's nothing that I like better than trying to give people their colors. And, you know, again, we, we did this uh, last week. And we're going to do a few more this week. You know, hundreds of people uh, wrote in what aura colors they thought they were and a picture, and we're going to see if they're correct. So we're going to do a few of those again, um, and then it's sexy time in the bedroom, Jumanji time. Uh, <laughs> I'll probably have to say Jumanji a few times, so that way it would be a real full experience for you. <laughs> and, okay. even, and before we get into it, I just want to make a, a point. Um, like knowing your aura colors, sometimes I think just the, or this is what I do think, just the exploration of self. Like, you know, I think what, what you feel you are, you are, you know what I mean? So it, it's really, I like to tell people, um, I'm not here to tell you anything about yourself you don't know already. That's not my role. My role is to help you uncover the blockages within yourself, the truth that's already always been there. So when we talk about this stuff, like, okay, your aura colors and this and that, think about with yourself, like what little nuances you can discover in you that makes you just closer to your own personal truth. Because that's what the whole point of this is. All right. And here we go. We're going to start with Ashley W. All right. And she says, I have no idea. I feel I may be a yellow purple, but I also feel like I'm everything. I feel a purple bomb a lot, but sensitive to others' feelings as well. I am all over the place. So Ashley is. So Ashley. So, okay. When I open up your photo and I look a little deeper. Now, that's the thing. Like When I do quick aura reads, I would be like, oh, you're yellow, blue. That would be my quick aura read. But when I kind of like really scoop in, like if I was going to do an actual reading, this is where it gets interesting because there is yellow and there's purple, but you're wearing like a lot of inauthentic blue. So I would say with you right now, just looking at your your colors, there's a lot going on with your job. There's a lot going on with family. There's a lot of like overwhelming stuff around you. And you're trying to manage your own self as part of a solution to stuff that's not in your control right now. So it's just interesting that the blue is so strong on you, Ashley, but it's not your color. It's just something you're using to kind of use as a buffer or to mold yourself into what others need you to be and, and whatnot, which I think is interesting. But... But yeah, yellow, purple, but with inauthentic blue. Ooh, interesting. Yeah, yeah I, would, I would have said something, I think along those lines. I would, I would have said yellow, 
blue. Yeah, because she looks really sweet too. Yeah, that's the other thing. Like she's very, but I get with her like she's trying really hard to be what others need her to be. Okay, which is what the inauthentic color can do sometimes. All right. The, yeah. the other thing I, I do want to just mention before we do the second one is if you do want to see these pictures of people, you can. They're on the Facebook yeah. page, the Mystic Michaela Spiritual Family. So if you want to kind of go along and say, hey, yeah, I see that too, you know, or okay, that makes sense to me, mm-hmm. you can go on and actually see where they wrote this. Yeah, it's on that thread. Yeah. All right. So the next person I have is Rachel H. And she writes, I think I am blue and yellow for the following reasons. <laughs> yellow, I love organization. Cleanliness, rules, lists, and fairness. Well, that makes sense because she really organized this. Yes. And then blue, I feel others' energy. I'm sensitive, empathetic, and nurturing. I forgive easily. I am easy to be around and open-minded. And she has a picture with her puppy or her dog. So this is a good one, Rachel, because I know you said um, blue, yellow. But when I look at you, I see blue, green. And the thing is with females, and I've said this before, but it's worth saying again, sometimes in our, well, all the time, you know, society shapes us. And it'll take a lot of green girls and force a lot of yellow stuff down their throats. But with you, I see a green. Like I see open communication. I see, and that's the other thing, like yellows and greens can kind of walk the same line because green people like things done a certain way, just like yellow people like things done a certain way. Um, So with you, Rachel, I see blue, green. All right. Yeah. Our next one is Leslie M. Uh, She has a picture with her daughter in front of a beautiful Christmas tree. And she writes, I love to go through life knowing my daughter and I are big pinks. Uh, <laughs> Disney princesses all the way. So I love that. Let's see. Did she get that right? Does she have some pink in you there? Know, she, yeah, she does. It's very filmy though. Like very light, very, very filmy, like a thin film on her. And then I see purple and I see um, blue as well. So she's got kind of like a tricolor oh, thing tri. going on. And the, the pink is very, very light. It's weird. It's like a mist. It's beautiful. Excellent. All right. Our next one is Natasha K. And she writes, I resonate a lot with indigo. I have always truly felt the emotions and intentions of others. That would make sense for an indigo, right? Mm -hmm. Since I was very young child, since I was a very young child, I can remember having a sense of knowing whether someone is good or bad. I would just feel it in their presence and it created a lot of anxiety for me. As an adult, I am constantly working to differentiate my energy from others. My intuition is strong, like a punch to the gut, physical feeling. I can also very definitively pinpoint at least two to three indigo door slams where I put up with something or someone far too long, and once I came to my senses, there was no turning back. I made the decision and was just indefinitely done with zero regrets. I'm totally clueless as to what my secondary color would be, Maybe a purple, maybe blue, yellow. She has no idea. And I think a lot of times, like you, you always yeah. say this, with indigos, they have a tough time getting their color and they yeah. definitely have a tough time if they have a secondary yeah, color. Yeah, indigos and blues have a tough time getting their color. You know, with, well, you're, well, Natasha, you're indigo purple. And I think you just kind of understand yourself a lot. You know? yeah. But yeah, indigos, um, the difference between indigos and blues. <laughs> indigos can deal with no more than a few people at a time in their life. And blue people can deal with a lot of people at a time. Um, But they're similar in a lot of other ways. It's more just like the volume of energy they can handle at a time while still feeling successful. Blue people will often feel like everybody. They'll feel yellow. They'll feel an indigo too. They'll feel yellow. They'll feel this. They'll feel that. And why? It's because those colors are the ones that are trying to do things the way 
other people want them done. So a lot of times they will embrace organization or they will embrace, you know, different types of modalities that green people or even red people do. And then they'll think that's them. All right. And I, I was able to get that one too. I did think indigo purple, 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 indigo, purple, purple, uh, indigo purple and you confirmed it. Excellent. All right. Marissa R writes, I think for sure, indigo. And possibly blue or turquoise. Yeah, she's indigo. So she's indigo. Yeah, she's su- like she's like super indigo too. Yeah, and she's got some yellow in there. A little yellow, but mostly indigo. Yeah. All right, Susie L thinks I am a green purple, maybe a smidge of indigo. I've always been hyper aware of other people. I deliver mail, okay, and some customers in my route give me the creeps. Ooh. That's probably someone like me. Uh, but I don't always understand why until one of those creeps came out to get his mail for me. And as I was passing by, what? Scott, read that okay, correctly. Yeah, okay, let me go through this one more the time. Want me to read it for you? I got it. Until okay. one of these creeps came out to get his mail for me. And as I passed by with his limp noodle hanging out of his shorts last summer. So she always thought this guy was creepy, never had evidence about it until one day he came out with. The eggplant and, out? And, yes, an inappropriate eggplant okay. moment. He's getting kicked off coffee with bagels. Yes, you yes. know that from personal experience. <laughs> <laughs> I never, no, I never said that. Um, no, but that's such a purple thing. Oh, my gosh. That's so purple. You know, like you just know somebody's a weirdo and yeah. nobody would believe you. And then you're like, aha. Okay, so she's got the purple down. Good job. And then here's the green. For the green, I'm super into Legos as a kid. Not even so much playing with them once, but but I once uh, I can't read this. Yeah, one. not even once. so much playing with them once I built or whatever. But the building part, I made so many houses and built cities and roads with wooden blocks. I took drafting in high school and aced it. Which drafting? I'm not even sure what that is. C A D D came next. Anyone know what that is? Design classes, architecture stuff. Yeah, all uh, that so she's into all that yeah. stuff. So yeah, you are green, purple, Susie, and um. The, the purple's actually really, really strong. And I can just see with her, she can focus intently on things for sure. And it's funny because like when you're green purple, you can focus intently on your psychic premonitions. So, you know, I think like when a lot of us have who aren't green, maybe we're purple blue or purple indigo or purple yellow. Sometimes it's harder to believe it. But when you're purple green, it's like, nope, I can focus, you know, because green people have that ability to kind of like shut the door on certain things, shut off distractions. So yeah, believe your premonitions because you... Get them, and they're pretty dead on, obviously. All right, we got two more to go. Daniel R., I think I was able to get this one. Uh, I think I'm an indigo purple, mostly Danielle. indigo. Yeah, Daniel R. I, yeah, I think I was, am I right on that, indigo? Yeah, oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I think I'm um, an indigo purple, mostly indigo, uh, though, because I feel just feel things, especially other people's feelings so deeply. I also can't have background noise. It's too much for me. I need my quiet time. And I guess indigo purple. Indigo. Yeah. Because I'm an indigo whisperer. Well, we can't handle background noise. It's yeah. true. It's super annoying. That's your classic uh, indigo, right? Well, that was the other thing, like with watching port protection and stuff like that. Remember I was showing you all this stuff that bothers the hell out of me and they're editing? Ugh. Yeah. So, Danielle, if you want to go to port protection app, that might be for you. Okay. NP is going to be the last one. Okay. And she starts off with the, you know, the, the keyword. Jumanji. She wants you guys to play. Jumanji. All right, here we go. Pretty sure I'm yellow and blue or turquoise because that Brook Linen ad you guys posted where you made the bed and then jumped on it made me clutch my pearls. (laughs) What's that? Clutch my pearls. Okay. The anxiety by aura color made me pull over because I was laughing so hard at how seen 
I had felt. And then she had like a big laughing face. Uh, what do you funny. think of this one? Well, clutching her pearls is like, oh, I'm shocked. Like, oh, that's what that means? Yeah. So I don't know if she was shocked that we made the bed. And then like her yellow self was like, you're messing up that bed. Because like it was a video where we made the bed for the Brooklyn Inn ad. And then we jumped on it at the end. Or she was oh. just like, oh, how risque. Why are they on the bed together? I don't know. Well, you like, didn't send in that other video, did you? Oh. The second video? No, Scott. Okay. Oh, my God. Then it would be that first Okay, one. okay, good. Okay, good. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Talk about that in the next uh, yeah. segment. Yeah. That, <laughs> <laughs> wait, save that for like when we were, you know, uh, maybe episode 200. Well, you always say that could get us famous, that one video we made. I think it could. Like, <laughs> like it would go viral. Oh my god so yeah that's very yellow either way she took that clutching her pearls that's very yellow and um but she, you're purple too you're purple too Anne. um you have like a like it's a very deep kind of um dark toned purple color which i can see why you'd think it was blue or indigo or something like that because it can borderline a little bit but purple and yes very yellow all right so that's our last one for today uh we have a few more ads and then we're going to get into the uh the crux of what you're talking about today yeah. and then we have a little special thing at the end oh yes and thank you guys for always supporting us by using our links for the sponsors um for our podcast i want to talk about better help it has helped me so much especially this past year just when needing to kind of go through things or things came up and just kind of like that third party person a professional to talk to and they're so available they were always so there for me and it's one of those sponsors like I really, I really truly believe in. So I'm, I'm really happy to present it to you today. You know, 2020 was uh, hmm, interesting, we should say. So let's do a mental health check-in. How are you really? And what do you re- need right now? You know, therapy can help. Because what is therapy exactly? It's whatever you want it to be. Maybe you're not even sure right now. Just talk to somebody, see what comes out. It's amazing the stuff that comes out when you're in the context of therapy and you just start talking and you're like, huh, I didn't even know that was a thing. And then it really is. So that's just sometimes what can happen when you just kind of throw yourself in there and in this very comfortable environment, which is better help. Get some tools to help with your motivation, your depression, your anxiety, battling your temper, any stress, dealing with insecurity in relationships or work, um, all those things, anything that you need and whatever you think you need or not need yet, it's something that can come up. It's time to stop being ashamed of your normal human struggles and start feeling better because you know you deserve to be happy. BetterHelp is a customized online therapy that offers video phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. You don't have to see anyone on the camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. So join the millions of people who are seeing what therapy is really about. See if it's for you because you are your greatest asset, and there's no need to be ashamed of your normal human struggles anymore. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and know your Aura listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp dot com slash kya that's better help h-e-l-p dot com slash k-y-a with today's low interest rates it's a great time to talk about earnest let's talk about refinancing your student loans something that you might be putting on the back burner something you might be one day I'll figure that out. You know, maybe today's the day. Self-care sometimes is tackling the stuff you don't want to deal with and you've been putting off, putting off, putting off. Maybe today's the day to visit Ernest. So let's talk about that. 
Earnest offers low rate student loan refinancing and you can check your rate and it's risk-free in just two minutes, two minutes. That's all you need to get that off your head, off your mind. With Earnest, you get radically flexible payments and you can pick your loan term. By refinancing, you can reduce your loan term, save money or combine multiple loans into a simple monthly payment and peace of mind by getting this handled. And if you have questions, you can even talk to a real life human at Earnest for help. Isn't it time you stopped feeling overwhelmed by your student debt. So here's the deal. Ernest is offering our listeners $100 in a cash bonus. You refinance your student debt at earnest.com slash KYA. Terms and conditions apply. Now, Ernest is giving our listeners a $100 bonus. $100. Refinance your student loan at earnest.com slash KYA. Terms and conditions do apply. Once again, you get a $100 cash bonus when you visit earnest.com slash KYA to refinance your student loan. It's not available in all states. Terms and condition do apply. Visit earnest.com slash KYA for more details. Terms and conditions apply. Earnest student loan refinancing made by Earnest Operations LLC and MLS number one two zero four nine one seven California Financing Law License Number six zero five four seven eight eight three hundred and three Second Street Suite four hundred and one N San Francisco California nine four one zero seven Vernus visit Ernest dot com slash licenses for a full list of licenses. New sponsor today, which I'm absolutely psyched about, Curtsy. So after sitting in the same sweatpants all year, I decided to freshen up my wardrobe and I've been shopping and I've been considering selling on Curtsy. I absolutely love it because they have the coolest pieces at thrift store prices delivered to you. I'm all about upcycling. Um, I hate buying things that are overpriced just because they're new. And I love Curtsy because you're shopping from real women in your size and style. Like you can kind of stalk one of those sellers and like I do and she's just kind of like my bestie and she doesn't know it and she has all the clothes I love. It's so easy to use and I've found some amazing deals and it's nice. It's just women's clothes. Like it's not that overwhelming. It's very easy. With the Curtsy app, you get thrift store prices delivered to your door. No need to sort through thousands of items that aren't in your style or size. Like when you go out to those thrift stores, I find Lululemon tops for 20 bucks and Lululemon leggings for 40 bucks. The app has all my favorite brands like Nike, Urban Outfitters, Princess Polly, Champion, Free People, and Levi's up to 70% off. You know, selling clothes is always such a pain, which is why my closet is overflowing. But Curtsy has actually made the selling process so easy. Literally anyone can do it. I never know how to price my items, but Curtsy suggests a price, which is so helpful. And if you don't have a printer, they'll mail you a shipping label for free, which is so nice. And I love that. And the coolest part is you get to instantly cash out to your debit card. So I was on there the other day. I got a Tory Burch crossbody bag, um, absolute flippin' steal. It's hundreds of dollars more on the website, and I got it for a fraction of the price on Curtsy. If you want a sustainable way to get Brandy, Urban, Champion, and Lulu delivered directly to your door, download Curtsy today and enter promo code KYA for 15% off your first order. And the stuff on there is already a steal, so this is a big deal. Search for Curtsy in the App Store, spelled C-U-R-T-S-Y, and enter promo code KYA for 15% off your first order. Download the Curtsy app and enter promo code KYA. I'm talking today about aura colors and sex. 
doing as many readings as I do, it's just, this is part of life. You know, you can have a wonderful relationship with, with somebody and it has to be good in the bedroom too. But just the ways that we are and how they kind of rule us in life um, with working or communication or just anything, the same things happen in the bedroom. But why don't we have those conversations there? Well, there's a lot of shame and insecurities, um, shyness about talking about what you like, all those things. But it's important to kind of see how your energy works in intimate, romantic, sexual relationships too. So that you get the most out of it. It's important that you get the most out of it. And it's also not fair to a partner not to tell them what's going on with you. Because you know, I talked about this before, we do do this thing where we think everyone thinks like us. And that's not true. Um, we all think differently. We all work differently. We all live inside our own bubble of reality. So it's important to share your bubble of reality with the person that you're having a sexual relationship with, a romantic, your romantic partner so that they're in on it too. You know, in a healthy relationship, they want to please you too. They want you to be happy too. But sometimes you have to tell them what you want and what you need. And especially for empaths, um, sometimes that can be shy. Sometimes for other colors too, you might have this thought like where, well, they should now, or if I have to tell them, then it's, you know, then they're dumb or like whatever, or they don't really care if I have to tell them like, no, you have to tell them. And it's something that in every single energy or a color we're going to talk about today, um, there's different kind of ways that maybe relate back to what you like and what you need. And I guess like associating with them and owning them and identifying with them, it's going to help you have just a more fulfilling romantic relationship just in little ways. So if you're already in a relationship, this is a great way to kind of spice it up. This is a great way to kind of get closer, to get more intimate with yourself and with your partner. And if this is something where you're single, you're not in a relationship, it's something that you can look on past relationships, what you've kind of gone through, things that maybe you want to reframe or redo for next time, um, something that you want to know about yourself so that you can manifest and attract a relationship where this is this is happening. Because it's all about communication. It's all about embracing who you are in the bedroom too in a romantic and sexual relationship too. It's important to embrace what you like and what you need in those places too. Because it's funny, we can embrace how we, I don't know, clean our closet or we can embrace, all right, my, uh, I don't know, my fridge is a mess and yours is clean. Ha ha. You know, but how about this in the bedroom? You know, I like this and you like that and that's okay. We have to take that to a more, I guess, triggering place because a lot of us, especially women, we feel like we're not allowed to ask for what we want or we're not allowed to get what we want too. So we're going to talk about this in Aura Color today. Um, Yeah. So like I've talked about this so many times, you know, auras, it's an energy signature. And as I talk about a bunch of different aura colors today, you might relate to two of them. And that's because you're going to have usually two different aura colors, a combination within you. So it's okay um, to kind of relate to one and then another one too. So notice that. And just a little side note, usually blue people Okay, blue people, you think you're everybody. So I just want to kind of put that out there a little bit that if if all these things are like, that's like me and that's like me and that's, you're probably blue. Like if you're like, I relate to every single thing that she just said, you're probably blue because blue people do have a tendency to lose themselves sometimes in other people's stuff. You just absorb and... Over time, if you haven't done this enough or you're not or you're new to this or you're still trying to figure yourself out, it's 
hard to differentiate between other people's wants and needs and emotions and your own. So just that differentiation is something that you're still working on, but it also means you're probably blue. Um, that's for anything, by the way. Uh, you know, and understanding your aura, like I just said, you know, it can help you live authentically in your career and your relationship to yourself and your relationship with money and even working out and sexual relationships too. We got to bring it over to that more taboo place and not make it so taboo. Uh, or as, you know, their personality types. So understanding your own self and understanding how to communicate that to a partner who is their own aura type, their own personality, that's important. That's just going to make your life more fulfilling, better, and your relationship more impactful and meaningful for both of you. Uh, and then, you know, we all take things personally. That, that's okay. We take things personally. There's something about in the bedroom where you can take it more personal. And it's something like where you learning to self-advocate and just like at your job, you know, I need this done. I don't want to work with him. Da da da. You have to self-advocate in the bedroom too. It's important and it's essential. And it's it's not fair almost for the other person if you don't self-advocate. They want to please you too. So it's important that you say, hey, this is what I like, this is what I don't like, and hey, this is what you can help me with. And you know, the more comfortable you are with saying those things, the the better your relationship is going to be in the bedroom. And they might be a little shy at first too. They might be a little defensive too. So you have to say things where it's soft and kind and, you know, let's make space for us to be vulnerable right now when we talk about this, because you might be in a place where you're like, okay, I'm ready to tell you exactly what I like and what I don't like and this and that. But your partner might be like, whoa, I'm not there yet. Are you telling me that I do a bad job? (laughs) You know, so you have to say these things like really, um, gentle and include them too. So this is a nice conversation to have and a fun conversation to have with a partner about how to make things a little more spicy, a little more intimate, a little more connected in your romantic relationships. And if you're not in a relationship with somebody right now, that's okay too. It's a time for you to look back and reframe and filter how you were in the past so that you can manifest what you want for the future. Just understand yourself better. Okay, so let's get into it. First, I want to talk about empath sex. Okay, let's just get, let's just dive into that. I'm talking about my indigos, my blues, my turquoises, and my purples in general here. I could do a whole other episode on this. I was just talking to my girlfriend a few weeks ago about this, and she was like, oh my gosh, learning about the empath sex thing, she's an indigo, changed my relationship pattern. <laughs> like, you know, she's dating and stuff like that. She's like, I am understanding things about myself now that I did not understand in the past. And I'm like, yes, this is awesome. This is exactly what I live for. Good. Let's reframe empath sex. So what's the thing with, I'll start with like blues and indigos. Okay. And, and yes, I know you hate when I lump you together, but I have to right now in this moment. Blues and indigos tend to be more sensitive. Okay. Um, the difference between maybe blues and indigos in a sexual way is that blues won't shut down as much as an indigo will when they're feeling a little bit cornered or stressed out. The blue person will keep going and the indigo person will be like, I'm done now. Like, and I'm just run away. Like I'll leave the room and run and I don't want to talk. <laughs> and blues people will be like, all right, let's just see this through. That might be a little different when I guess uncomfortable in the bedroom or feeling awkward or things like that. Like um, indigos might take a little bit more time to process and work out and reflect in their brain versus the blue person. But sensitivity, because they're empath lovers, like they kind of get off on their partner having a good time. Because if you're in, a, and, and this is for healthy relationships, by the way, like this, this is assuming everybody has a healthy, like wonderful, you know, normal kind of relationship with, with a partner. Um, it's important to know that if you're blue and indigo, you can absorb the feelings 
of the other person as your own. So if they're having a good time, you borrow that sexual pleasure. So it's just something that you might want to notice about yourself. And then on the action end of that, you might want to tell your partner, hey, if don't be quiet. Like if I'm doing something and you like it, please let me know. Please make all the noise. Like I, you know, because empath people like that. Because if if somebody's quiet and you can get in your head, blues and indigos, you can get in your head like, is this not good? And then that takes away from your own experience. Because then now you're in them. You're like, do they not like this? Do they not? And then all of a sudden you're not, you're disconnected from your own physical and spiritual experience in that sexual connection. So it's important to be vulnerable. And this is the awkward part when you say, hey, you know, I really like it when you tell me I'm doing a good job. I really like it when you tell me you like this. I really like it when you tell me not to do something a certain way. Like, please communicate with me. Um, I like to know, you know? And so because when they're, when somebody's like being that you love and you're pleasing them and they're letting you know, that is something that you can really embrace and be like, okay, that's that's fun. I'm super happy about that. And it kind of enhances your own experience. And I think there can sometimes be maybe a negative connotation on that. It's funny how as empaths, like, yeah, we do feel feelings of other people as our own. And that can get labeled as codependent. (laughs) And that can get labeled as, um, you know, foolish or silly or uh, all naive or all these things. But you know what? It's how we are. That's just how we are. And it's okay to embrace it. And sometimes it doesn't work so good. You know, sometimes we can be people pleasers too much. But if it's somebody that you're in a really good loving relationship with, that's okay. That's okay that you get off on their pleasure, you know, because that's just using your empath stuff that doesn't turn off anyways for the good. You can borrow their pleasure too. And also differentiate it from your own pleasure and then get double double the fun there. So it's important. But but the thing is, especially with blues and indigos, you know, they can be very shy at self-advocating. So that's something they need to work on. Um, they, they need to start maybe with that communication outside the bedroom instead of inside the bedroom. Because if you start having that conversation in the middle of it, it gets turns the mood off real quick, you know. So I think having these conversations like before is essential. All right, so that's blues and indigos in a nutshell there. Let's talk about purples. Purples are, well, they're a little more spontaneous. Um, Not that we all aren't maybe in the bedroom, but purples do like to try new things a little bit more than others. And especially if they're combined with maybe indigo or blue or something, they might be shy about saying like, hey, I'd like to try that toy or that I'd like to try this out or I'd like to try that out or, you know, I think being purple and then having like a color like blue or indigo, you can maybe sometimes be shy about this is what I need to get the job done, you know, like kind of like putting your pleasure first, just like everything with blues and indigo, sometimes you don't put yourself first, but when you're purple, you really are like, there's a little bit of you being like, no, I want this and I want this and I want this. And then this other part of you can be shameful about it because purples want, I want to try that position. I want to try that toy. I want to try this. I want to try it with this person. I want to do this, you know, and that's just purple. They like to try different things. They don't mind crossing boundaries a little bit, you know, trying things that are new, um, maybe trying visual things or auditory things or different little, um, I don't know, risque new stuff that they haven't done before. They, they don't mind 
going outside their comfort zone a little bit and they don't want to feel bad about it. So again, communication with your partner, like, Hey, I saw this and it really turned me on and I like this, you know, communication with your partner. Like, Hey, will you try this with me? Will you be part of this adventure with me? And then see what your partner has to say about it. They might, depending on your partner, because if they're a little blue or they're a little indigo, what do they hear? I'm not doing it for her or him. I'm not enough. I'm not this. I'm not that. You know, notice in your partner that they might take things personal. They might do those things that you can do too. So that's why it's so important to keep them in mind also and like what their energy is and like how they might interpret it. Um, Because I think purple people can kind of hold back because they might feel like, oh, do I look like a slut? You know, they might slut shame themselves or purple shame themselves or whatever. So it's important to know, hey, it's okay to be spontaneous and like to try new things. Okay. There's nothing wrong with that outside the bedroom or inside the bedroom. Um... They need to feel a little passion, purples, okay? They need they need a little bit of like an oomph or some sort of like jump into it, little little chemistry going on there. They can't really fake it. Uh, so purples can't always fake. Um, it, like I said, and especially what color, like maybe a purple yellow, for example, they're going to be like, you know what? That's not doing it for me. They might be a little more direct <laughs> with their partners, which again is something that with your partner, if you're, if you're a little more of a direct or honest person in the bedroom, you might want to, you know, talk about that ahead of time. So you're not insulting anyone. Um, but again, communication, I like when you do this or do this or let's go or like whatever, uh, they like, a little attention. They can be talkers. Okay. Purples might like a little dirty talk. They might like to give and take all that, change up the roles. They like to take what society tells you is good girl or good boy stuff. And let's just flip that on its head. Let's try something else. Let's reverse stuff. Always in a healthy and I guess mutual way. Um, so that's purple people. And I want to talk about turquoises too. Now turquoises, it's kind of like the empath stuff. But also they do this thing where they can kind of get a little transcendental during sex. So when I talk about kind of like tantric or when we talk about, um, I don't know, like other sorts of ways that to connect with people, it can kind of happen not just on a physical way, but in a spiritual way. So sometimes sex for turquoises has to do with, it can be very spiritual or, or so something to keep in mind. If you're a turquoise, you might want to explore things that have to do with more intimacy. Like we're going to put each other's hands on our hearts. We're going to breathe together. We're going to make eye contact, things like that. And it sounds funny because it's not always welcomed into our own culture and our own society, but in other cultures, that's like a very well accepted and well embraced um, intimate practice. So just something to note if you if you feel like that's something that does it for you, you like to kind of experience a sexual connection on other planes, not just the physical one, like a, an emotional one and a spiritual one and a mental one, turquoises are all about that. So let's talk about some of the more logical colors. And again, usually if you're a logical color, or honestly, 99.9% of the time, you're going to have a logical color combined with one of the empath colors. So let's talk about yellows. So this is like yellow, blue, yellow, indigo, yellow, turquoise, yellow, purple, but yellow. Um, and, and you might lean on one more than the other sometimes with these colors in the bedroom and you might have phases in your life where you're like, oh no, that was a purple phase and now I'm in a yellow phase or like whatever. And that's fine too. But overall, yellows are into 
learning outside the bedroom and inside the bedroom. Let's learn. Let's let's enhance what already works and let's improve what isn't working. If their partner seems to have some sort of sexual dysfunction or they have their own sexual dysfunction or something's going on, like, let's tackle that. Let's talk about it. And I, this is why I love yellow people because, you know, if you're in a really, hey, you know, this isn't working for, okay, that's great. Let's sit down. Let's, let's scaffold a solution to this problem. And they're just very direct and honest. And that's why I see a lot of yellow people being um, like psychotherapists for this type of thing, sex therapists, like, hey, let's sit down. Let's Dr. Ruth this. <laughs> like, let's have our, let's just talk about it. What's sex? Not a big deal. Just another way we express ourselves. Let's go for it. So yellows are very up to the task of communicating, getting the books, getting the self-help stuff. And their partner might not always see it as enthusiastically as they do. And sometimes, um, you know, partners of yellow people can be like, why are you dissecting this? Why can't we just go for it or be more chemistry driven about it or whatever? So it's just kind of like how your partner may interpret your willingness to learn and improve and enhance for you is your way of showing love and your way of showing interest in in them sexually. But you never know, like your partner, depending on where they're at and what their energy is, what their aura is, they might take it as like, oh gosh, like, is this work? Are we, you know, this seems like work to me or I feel like I'm attacked or I feel like I'm getting kind of like, I don't know, therapy in the bedroom or something like that. So it's just, again, communicating, being vulnerable, like, hey, this is how I experience joy and pleasure. This is how I show you my love. This is how I show you my interest. I'm just trying to enhance what's there. That's all. I'm just trying to help. I'm just trying to learn more because I like to learn, you know, own it and then bring them in on it. Like, oh, okay. All right. She likes to do this. So let's participate. Um, Yellows also love to set up a sexual experience. Like, all right, I'm going to they like to have yellow people in general do like a moment in life. So be it the charcuterie tray at the girls night or, you know, home with, you know, your loved one, your romantic partner in the bedroom, there is a moment going to be set up. There is a vision, you know, like here's my lingerie. I just got this. Here's some candles. Here's some music. Bed looks good. All right, let's have at it. Okay. So yellows do not mind setting up a really cute moment, a really cute sexual experience. And, and it works for them. They like that. They appreciate a situation also, which is planned out in advance where they can really set the mood. Uh, they're good at setting up that, you know, if you're going on a honeymoon, let the yellow person set it up. It'll be like the best romantic experience ever. They will have that all set up for you. They know all about that. Yellow, yellows understand what goes into like the scene and the setup and all that. Um, they Yellows can just jump in, but they might like foreplay. And I mean, I think everybody likes that, but I think yellows kind of are like, let's set it up. Let's not just do it and be done. Let's make this a whole kind of um, moment, you know, like there's a beginning and a middle and an end, you know, like there's a storyline to this. It's not just wham, bam. All right. So yellows kind of appreciate more of, yeah, the whole experience. Um, They're very open-minded, even though they're organized. I think yellow people often, just in life in general, in all areas, sometimes they can get called cold sometimes or frigid or things like this. That's not true about yellows. They just like to know kind of like what's happening and plan it out a little bit. And their partners can sometimes depending on who your partner is, if you have a really healthy relationship with somebody, um, they're going to appreciate a yellow person or if you're yellow, you for who you are. But if you've been in the past with somebody who kind of made you feel bad about that 
or told you all, you know, projected a lot of their insecurities about your honesty and openness. Cause yellows are very open and honest. And like, this is what I like. This is what I don't like. That's what they're great communicators that way, which is wonderful. But other partners that weren't and didn't want to get better at it could have dumped a lot of crap on you and made you feel like you were cold or frigid or, or I don't know, too planned out or all these things that you're not. So it's just a little baggage that sometimes yellow people can have. Um, I will say this though, and this is good for yellow moms and dads, <laughs> yellows will plan and schedule sex and that does not turn them off. That actually in, that actually enhances the whole thing. They have more time to make their moment. So yellow people, you know, explain, hey, when I put this on the calendar to your partner, that's my expression of love to you. Okay. Like that's for me, for a yellow person, that's like, this is, this is how we get busy in a good way. So also explaining, you know, this isn't, this isn't me being boring. This is how I show love. And, and just explaining that to your partner. And I think just what we're learning as we go through here is vulnerability. Vulnerability in all these places in a relationship is so helpful for both of you. Like when you role model vulnerability to your partner, then they can come back and do that to you too. And it just increases your pleasure. Red people. And again, if you're red, you're probably red purple or you're red blue, um, sometimes red indigo. Um, but usually... You know, I think in like red combos, the red can take over a lot. So reds, yeah, they, they're very direct and they do take charge in the bedroom. So they can be a little bit more of the leader. Like, all right, let's do this. All right, let's do that. They're like the director of the experience. And that's fine. You know, that's just what they are. But they're also very visual. So they love it. Like, hey, new stuff. Cool. You know, to an extent, like because they're very well. It depends on what your red person's fetish is or if you're a red person or whatever. Like they sometimes like, oh my gosh, here we go. Sometimes like with um, like maybe being tied up or things where they're not in control, like where other people might be really, oh, this is fun. This is cool. I don't know if red people are into that so much because they're going to be like, mm, tied up. I'm out of control now. Ooh, handcuffs and no, on you, not on me, like that kind of thing. So they're not really, I guess like red people aren't always great at being submissive. Let's put it that way. But they will be if you're like, hey, red person, I really like this today and I want to be in charge. I think for the most part, they're like, okay, cool. Because they're open to new ideas. Just as you kind of have to communicate with them ahead of time so you don't kind of, uh, I don't know, freak them out <laughs> because they're like, wait a second, am I out of control? That's kind of like, that's the thing for red people throughout their life. You just don't want to freak them out in that they don't know what to do or you're kind of like you sneak up behind them or things like that. Like you don't want to do things where you blindside them. That's a big thing. You don't want to blindside them. So if you're like, hey, tomorrow when we kind of do our thing, I'd really like to try this. Like, and then you like give them time to be like, okay, all right, okay. And then they won't feel nervous or whatever. Because red people get nervous too. Like they come across very tough and leadership and and strong and confident, but they can they can get nervous. And then when they get nervous, they don't really know how to react. So you kind of want to just, or, or they can take it as like, oh, you don't like me or you don't, again, all of us, I don't care who, men, women, all, we can get very insecure in the bedroom. It's just one of those very vulnerable places, I think, because you're so out there and you're so giving and you're so like, here I am, all of me. So it's just important to have these conversations, I would say, outside before you get inside these experiences. But Red people. They generally do like to take charge. Um, they like the visuals. Oh, man, they like the visuals. So like porn or, you know, lingerie or you're wearing your fun shoes today or whatever. They like that. Like give them the visual. Like show up for that. Um, they're very auditory. They like to hear it. 
they like to hear dirty talk, go get freaky with them. They're into it. Um, they're a little bit of an exhibitionist. You know, red people don't always mind others hearing about them, hearing about their conquests. They don't mind, they don't mind being seen. They don't mind kind of going out there and, all right, let's just be honest. I think the public sex people are red. Okay. The ones that like, when you see those viral videos of like the two people in the parking lot, it's like, that's probably a red person with somebody else. So like, they don't mind being a little freaky deaky and other people like, Hey you, cause they, I don't know. They don't, red auras don't always have have the they don't hold on to the societal uh i guess implications or connotations that are negatively usually associated with being a sexual being so they kind of like will drop it and be like yeah look at me i don't care so that's kind of them um and again this is for like healthy people like i'm not talking about like i think just because again sometimes i get reminded by spirit because i do these readings and there are if you're comfortable it's good sex. If you're not comfortable, it is not good sex. So it's very important to stop in, stop, take a moment, step in with yourself. Was I comfortable? Did I like that? Was I okay with it? Okay. Then that, you know, check in with yourself. It's not something you have to be talked into. It's not something that you were pushed into or anything like that. You know, any sort of relationship with somebody that's sexual, if it's, if it's something you were into too, it's good. If not, it wasn't good. And that was not nice of them to do that to you. So I'm just talking about things that are freaky deaky, that are mutual and that you liked it too. Okay. Um, but yeah, but red people can be kind of like the more, I don't know, they're a little more pushy, but which, you know, some of us, some, some other color, you know, depending on what you're into, maybe you're more submissive and they're more dominant. You like that. That's okay. Um, need to be told what to do in sex or they'll think all is good. So it's very important to tell them like, you know, I don't, I'm not super into, they can handle it. So you'd be like, you know, that, I don't like when you do that, it kind of stresses me out. Let's not do that. Like, okay, okay, okay. Like, but tell them, otherwise they're going to think everything they do is great. So you have to, but they will hear feedback. It's just, they have just kind of like a go with it mentality and kind of like a confidence and they're natural leaders. So they just kind of take over, take charge sometimes. So just, they need the feedback and they'll listen. They will listen. Healthy red people will definitely listen. Unhealthy will not, but it's important to know, you know, red people are aggressive in a fun way. And if you don't like something, you just got to be vocal about it, which again can be tough for some of our empath colors to self-advocate or be vocal, but they can handle it and they can take it. And it's important for you to tell them that because otherwise they're going to get blamed for doing something they thought was great just because you didn't tell them you didn't like it. So you have to say like, you know, I'm not into it. And then they're like, okay, cool. And they back off, you know, so, but you have to tell them, you just don't assume they should know because they might not, because if they don't hear anything, they're going to assume everything's great. They don't always check in that way. And that's okay. That's just how they are. So it's up to their partners to be like, you know, no, mm-mm. or yeah, 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 yeah. Like that, <laughs> you know, or like that one time you did this, do that again. Oh, okay. You know, just let them know. Um, green people. You know, green people are very detail oriented in life in general. So when we talk about green people um, with this stuff, they're detail-oriented. They're very focused on you. So they can be very methodical. Um, they like precision and order. And they can be, you know, green people can be very, very passionate because of this. Um, they'll notice all sorts of things about you, which can be stressful if you're insecure. But green people like, which I think, like I said, most of us can be, especially in new relationships, like, oh my God, don't look at me. Or is he going to notice this? Or is she going to notice that? Like, 
No, you know, I think like, you know, just knowing yourself and how you are, you don't nitpick people that you're having a sexual relationship with, especially long term, especially somebody that you're, you love and green people like you to be more, just accept yourself and own it. Let's just like, let's get, let's get very intimate together. So green people can be very lovely lovers. Um, They're a little less communicative sometimes. So again, you have to kind of say, did you like this or do you like this or like whatever? Um, They're very deliberate in how they proceed. So it can be a lot of intimate. It's funny because as greens, we, we kind of say greens are more in their head or they can be kind of like engineer brains or this and that. I often find just doing readings in the bedroom, they're extremely detail oriented and, and their universe becomes you. So I will say like greens can be amazing lovers. So go green people there. And uh, This is not all green people, but sometimes when I do see a fetish, it happens to be green people. I'm not saying all green people have a fetish. I'm just saying when I pick up fetish stuff in people, usually it's green. And I think that's just because the way that greens are sometimes like they do get wrapped up in processes and details and, and the ways of doing things just like, you know, they can sit there with model airplanes sometimes and put them together for hours or Legos or something like that. They can be like that with sex. So that can sometimes manifest into a little fetish. And my thought on fetishes is, Hey, if you're into it, why not? You know what I mean? Like, Hey, you know, you like my feet? Cool. Go at it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm cool with it. You're into it. Whatever. You know, like that's my thing with fetishes. If you're with somebody and they have a fetish, it's like, you know, or if you have a fetish and, and the other person's cool with it, you know what? We're both adults. Let's do this. You know, like don't, it, you know, as long as you're comfortable with it, it's absolutely, it's not weird or, or anything like the way I see it. Cause it's more, it's more than you think people. All right. I, I tell you just, I think it's just cause the work I do. I never judge ever, but I hear a lot of stuff I, just because I pick up on it and I'll be like, oh, does he like this or like whatever? And, and man, it's, it's more than you think. And these are normal people who have like little fetishes and usually they're green. So I'm just saying, so they might be into like some bondage stuff or feet stuff or like, I don't know, some different roles. Like let's switch roles. Let's, let me all do this and you do this or role playing or like whatever. And you know, it's just kind of interesting where they like to be stepped on or this or that, or they like, I don't know, to dress up or whatever. It's not something that is, it's very, it's not like common, but I think it's more than you think. And I do see it manifesting green people more a little bit. Um, green people will notice things about you. No other partner ever has. They'll find that birth, you know, that, what is it? that uh, birthmark that you're like, man, you found that? Or like they'll tell you, I don't know, your shape of this or that is different or like whatever. They're like, really? They can get a little scientific, a little, a little, little OBGYN on you, let's say. Let's put it kindly. So it's just something that if, you know, your green person says things about you, you might be like, okay, you know, please don't get so technical or I don't need to know that much about me or whatever. Like they can get very detailed, but they do it in a way to understand you so they can give you pleasure. So that's their way of giving you a love language, paying attention. And it's just something to notice about them so you don't take it like personal. Okay. So this was my... I guess overview on 
auras and sex and how it translates into the bedroom. Um, Man, we could go different directions on this for many, many episodes. So I'll be interested in your feedback of what you want to hear more about. What what was like, ooh, that's interesting to me. Can we talk more about that? Can we get somebody to talk about that with us? You know, and maybe even do an empath sex episode because that to me, when I see people really understand that their whole lives they've been borrowing pleasure and they haven't differentiated it from their own. And now they understand like, hey, wait a second and let's not villainize the fact that I do borrow pleasure, but let's at least notice it (laughs) so that we can work with it. That I feel like is the number one thing that can be very life-changing for couples in, you know, their sexual relationships. Hey, Scotty. Hey. You want to put away that red Jasper? Because we got to talk about The Bachelor. All right. Well, I think you hit the nail on the head with those reds. Oh. I mean, I think you, I I mean, I guess you have the experience. I guess I do. Yeah. (laughs) Um, so here's, we got to talk about something real flipping serious. Well, we know who won. Well, no, well, you violated your vision board. Let's I, start oh, there. Yeah, let's start there. Yeah, I, I did violate the vision board and I did watch an episode. Uh, one episode. Many. One episode. <laughs> You've one. been watching The Bachelor, Scott. Just admit like, it. Like bits and pieces. <laughs> you do. And anybody who follows you on your Instagram sees all the weird stories you put up when you're having red rants about it. Fine. All right. Just I mean, be the, the, the producers this season are beyond awful. But well, um, my theory is they're not going anywhere, so they've overproduced a lot of it. But I will say there's only one connection that okay. exists. Yes, and here it in is in this whole yeah. season. Reality Scott, not Reality Steve. <laughs> reality Scott says the new winner. Spoiler alert of the Bachelor this season is. Ms. McKellar, do you want the honors? It's Tyler Cameron. It's Tyler Cameron. It's when they met at that pool table. I know we're an episode behind because we're, yes. but this is the most recent episode at the time of our taping. When they met at that pool table, there was a connection there, and and Katie felt like a third wheel man. I she mean, sure did. I don't. Th- I don't think there's a girl that wouldn't be a third wheel in that. Like they are the one true connection, the bromance of it all. Yeah, and it's actually telling because if you listen closely, when Katie went home in the limo. Yeah. You know, when they send you home and you do that like that ride where you cry and everything. Yeah. She actually mentioned the reason why she was so upset that she was going home <laughs> was because she was going to miss out on Matt and Tyler hanging out yeah. with all their friends. Yeah, she's and- like, I really saw the three of us hanging out. Like, she got it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You know, and, and, and like, he just such joy in Matt's face when he saw Tyler. Such joy. Yeah. Pure, pure joy. So <laughs> we think... Reality Scott says that Tyler Cameron is the winner. He and the final rose. What we're going to do now, just to end the show here. You feel free to turn it off. Yeah, turn it off if you want <laughs> you to. You might want to go. What we want to do is, you know, after uh, Matt presents Tyler with the Neil Lane, is it Neil Lane ring? Yes. Uh, we have a feeling <laughs> on what some of their dates are going to be. Okay. And like how they're going to hang out. And we're going to entitle this called Hey Bro. Hey Bro. Uh, okay. So uh, <laughs> I'm going to start. I'm going to be Tyler and you're going to be Matt. And, and yeah, we're going to just suggest dates. As we're doing this, Scott is on Tyler Cameron's Instagram and I am on Matt James's Instagram. And this is how we feel. Well, by honestly, this is just how we've been talking to each other for the past two yes. weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Pretending that I'm Matt James and Scott's is Tyler Cameron. We, we actually, and I'm going to tell you something. And this is totally honest. We've wanted to do this skit for three weeks now. It just but we wasn't felt appropriate. It would be so off-putting with the premonition stories that this was the only place we could this fit it. This is the only episode it's not, you know, right. it, it fits. Right, because it's in the bedroom. Yeah. All right, so here we go. Hey, bro. All right. Hey, bro. 
Let's lift some weights with our shirts off. Hey, bro, that sounds great. Um, let's lift some weights on skateboards with our shirts off. <laughs> hey, bro, let's take some nude photos in the bath. Hey, bro, let's eat Cinnamon Toast Crunch in the middle of Times Square in a robe. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro, let's make some shirtless TikToks with Hannah Brown. Hey, bro, let's continuously wear really extra short shorts and run around together. <laughs> hey, bro. What do they do? Hey, bro, let's do a sexy photo shoot together where I hold a pie in front of my eggplant and you eat a hoagie. <laughs> what? Yeah. I need to see that picture. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> it's so bad. Hey, bro, let's skateboard around a tarp and pretend we're surfing and we're shirtless. <laughs> yeah, that's a video. Yeah. Hey, bro. Let's take some shirtless pics where we go on a slip and slide while you skateboard. I think that's the one I just oh. did. <laughs> but they must have the same video, but they're different. Because look, look at Matt's. He's pretending they're surfing. Oh, okay. Yeah. And it must be the same day. I think that is the one because they're, they, there's like this slip and slide. There's yes. like four guys with their shirts off and they have like, you know, drinks in their hands and yeah. they're doing all things on a slip and slide. Oh my God. Yeah. Well, I, all right. Yeah. I, I mean, we could go on all day long with these, but do you have another good hey, bro? You know, hey, bro. Hold on. I'm just going through. through. Okay. Hey, bro, let's play full contact sports with our shirts off. Yeah. It's just. All the time. It, <laughs> what is this? Oh, my God. No. Hold on. You got a better one? What are they doing? Oh, boy. They're they, like, ju- look at that. Oh, my. I don't even know. They're just, they're, they're just, they're always together. They're always together. You know, every single picture, Tyler. Oh, my God. Hey, bro, let's wear short shorts and hold puppies. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, we don't even want to end. Yo, hey, bro, let's go find some influencers in New York City and sleep on their floor. <laughs> hey, bro, I can't find a shirt on the floor of your apartment. <laughs> Can I borrow your shirt? Hey, bro. Hey, bro, let's piss off your roommate so they can go yeah. on another podcast and talk about what a disgusting person I am. Oh, my God. Hey, bro. <laughs> that, that happened. Did that happen? Yeah. I guess, like, Matt and Ty- Matt lived with this other – two other roommates and this one girl went on another her, like another podcast to talk about just how um, how awful roommates – well, roommates are awful. And then – but the Tyler Cameron slept on, like, the corner on a, on oh a beanbag God. chair while he was dating, like, Gigi Hadid. You know what I mean? All like right. <laughs> The last one I'm going to say is, hey, bro, let's go on Raya and find <laughs> some dates. That, you know what? That's the guy that's on Raya. Yeah. Pre, pre-Bachelor Tyler Cameron would be on Raya. That's the guy. It wasn't even close. <laughs> hey, guys. Thank you so much for staying with us during that, if you did. And <laughs> you take care. You know this podcast is for you and about you. And I'll meet you all over on the Mystic Michaela Spiritual Family page on Facebook. Take care. If you want to be the most interesting person at the cocktail party, we'll hop on over and listen to the Brain Candy Podcast. Our award-winning content will have you laughing whilst you're learning. We read all the best articles, books, and studies and keep up with new TV shows, documentaries, and pop culture. Then cram it all into two shows a week. Conspiracy theories, cannibal rabbits, unsolved mysteries, the history of the Walkman. There's something for everyone. The Brain Candy Podcast. Find our link in the show notes. Or simply search for the Brain Candy Podcast on your podcast app.